0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Good morning, everybody. I am Bart Winkler. This is The Bart Winkler Show, obviously in podcast form. Good to be with you on a Monday. We've got a game tonight between the Packers and the Giants. We've got a game tonight between the Bucks and the Bulls. Plenty to talk about with those two teams that we support, cheer on, and root for. A little bit of Brewers as well, so lots to get into. We can dive into it. First of all, a pretty decent day for the Packers, despite not playing on Sunday. You had the Vikings win, which was not great. You want them to lose if we're looking playoff picture. They won three to nothing and are on to Nick Mullins now. So, again, I don't know that the Vikings are going to be able to do enough to get in. But they did beat a team that the Packers didn't. Three nothing. What a game. The Seahawks lost to the Niners. So, now the Seahawks are out right now. The Rams very competitive with the Ravens. Ravens don't lose to NFC teams, though. Uh, So, one way or another, at least Lamar Jackson doesn't just one time in his career. And the Ravens beat the Rams, so the Rams are now on the outside looking in. Atlanta loses. Uh, They suck, so they're outside of it, too. Right now, the NFC playoffs feature a four-seed in the Buccaneers. They're on top of the South right now. They were the 10-seed going into this weekend. Now they're the four-seed. That division's awful. That division's so bad. And the Packers, uh, the seven. 6-6, Six and six, the Vikings seven and six, and then the Rams, the eight seed, Seahawks nine, Falcons ten, Saints, and even the Bears are in the hunt at five and eight. All right, that's a big win over the Lions, which gets the Bears closer to the Packers. If if we're looking at teams that we need to, I mean, it's still, there's still a little bit of a gap, but but what it does is it brings the Lions continually back down to earth. Now that was their last outdoor game of the season. Jared Goff just is not that good outdoors. But that was their last outdoor game of the season. So even if the Packers beat the Giants, are they going to be able to do enough to catch Detroit? You're going to be two games back. You've split that season series. Uh, we'll see how things shake out, I suppose. But if you want a long shot NFC North it, I mean, we all declare that the division was over after week three or whatever when the Packers played them, and I still think it is. But there is still a realistic, there's still... There, so you're telling me we have a chance, I guess, with the NFC North. But again, Packers got to take care of business uh, tonight. So we will look at that game with Ryan Horvat, who is going to give us his pick for this. We'll talk some playoffs. We'll talk a little bit of college with him and all that as well. Before Horvat, I wanted to shout out. Uh, actually, I'm not. Sh- I don't know if this information is privy or not or in secret, but whatever. I'll just. Um, I'm not going to reveal the name, but there was somebody who. Uh let me know that they've been using this balm from Happy Place Hemp. So I tell you about the balm, uh, the tinctures, the gummies. A lot of what we talk about is the gummies, the CBD, CBN, these kind of gummies that, um, you know, can get you feeling nice and good. Uh, you know, the, 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 the gummies that help you sleep. I think I just said the five times in a row. The gummies that help you sleep. I take those a lot, the CBD, CBN. So there's a lot of different gummies that you can take that will help you um, with various different things. The CBD, a big part of it. The THC is the fun stuff. But the CBD with the lotions and balms and stuff helps too. So they do have this balm, uh, CBD. And this person has been using it twice a day for a week. For an arthritic ankle. And it hasn't. the ankle hasn't acted up in about four days. And this is something that um, people have noticed that if there's like a, a body part that's a little sore, whatever you put this on, and it helps. So they've got those too. So check them out. HappyPlaceHemp.com. Promo code is Bart. Twenty five percent off every order with the promo code, and that's good every single time you ever go to the website. Ryan Horvat, let's uh, let's transition into that portion of the show. All right, Horvat's back on a Monday. We got a game day tonight, baby all right the Packers and the Giants are playing on Monday night also the Titans and the Dolphins are playing on Monday night ESPN has experimented with these Monday night situations a couple of years ago they had two games that first weekend there was like one at six our time one at nine that was fucking awesome uh maybe you don't stand for the whole second game whatever it's Chargers Raiders who cares but it was cool if you did then they got a little cute the last few years. They say, what if we start one at six? What if we start one at seven? Stupid. Didn't like it. Now they're making it even worse. Let's put two games at the same time, one on ESPN, one on ABC. And if you want to watch both, head to the Manning cast on ESPN2. Well, I don't want to watch both. I only want to watch one, and that is the Green Bay Packers. And uh, we'll start there because it's the only game of the two that I really give a shit about. We can mention the other one, but I want to talk Packers. As you heard on Friday's show, Ryan Horvat is a bit big Jordan love enthusiast as I am too now I still think we both hated the pick now we love Jordan love however so that is good we are we are with the stream on Jordan love uh I do appreciate tweeting all retweeting all these Bears fans who are the best is when they sit, like I retweet these guys and then they're like oh no you don't know yet if he's good well uh, Cole Parker. uh you do Jordan loves good now does he take all this? Does he beat Justin Herbert? Does he beat Patrick Mahomes? Does he beat Jared Goff? And then does he go to New York and lose to fucking Tommy DeVito or whoever the hell they're going to start? That would be very shitty, but we will see. Horvat,
2: what is the line on this one as of uh, when we were talking? All right, so Packers, six-and-a-half point favorites. The look-ahead weeks back was two-and-a-half. Packers out to six-and-a-half giants six and a half point dogs uh i don't think there's going to be a letdown to be honest because now they're six and six and now guys are starting to buy in um now six and a half is a lot of points i gotta be honest like if we got to seven seven and a half i think the giants might be able to cover this thing just because it's brian dayball it's a low total it's only 36 we got to wait and see what the weather's going to look like on monday night in east rutherford new jersey um you know but if it's a cold weather game you run A.J. Dillon 15, 20 times. Uh, I don't think Kenyon Drake's going to be involved yet in the offense. We'll see, though. I'm not quite sure there A.J.'s
1: yet. been looking better. The Still, the yeah. problem with A.J. is every single run he has, every single run, for a minute, looks like it could be a 40-yard run. And it always ends up being a four yard run. It's always yeah. like – there's always that brief little hole where it's like, holy fuck, this is it, and then – it is. It is definitely not it.
2: What scares me about this game is the Giants are crap. They're four and eight this season. They're at home. It's prime time. I was going to say it's standalone, but technically it's not because we also have the Miami Dolphins kicking the shit on the Titans over on ESPN. But it's like going to be their Super Bowl, right? Because I, I hope at least, probably not actually. I hope this is one of the last times at least we see this fucking bullshit team on prime time. So. They probably go out there, man. It's Brian Dayball and Mike Kafka. There's some trick plays. You know, who knows, man? It's, I'm, I'm a little worried. That's a big number. But, yeah, I've taken the Packers. I'm, I'm not going to bet Tommy DeVito. If Rashawn Gary and Kenny Clark and, you know, maybe Van Ness gets some more run, those guys could get home on uh, DeVito or Tyrod Taylor, whoever ends up getting the go. It's going to be DeVito. Uh, I think it could be a rough night. So I think the Packers are for real. I think the Giants are one of the worst teams in the league. And the Giants should want to lose this game because Daniel Jones clearly ain't the guy. They should want Caleb Williams or Drake may. And so you should be tanking without tanking. So give me the Packers who are playing for the playoffs right now to beat the giants who are playing for the number one overall pick, but six and a half. Fuck. Uh,
1: yeah. We'll, we'll just roll. You will see the giants national television, uh, television, and some people pronounce it one more time. That'll be Christmas day. Who do they play? The Eagles. Nah, fuck. So the NFL schedule is about to get real fucking weird uh, coming up. I think next week there's, sat- there's Saturday games. Next week there's three Saturday games, all on NFL Network.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the week after that is two Saturday games, one on NBC, one on Peacock only. Then they play a full Sunday. Then on a Monday, which is Christmas Day, which has long been the NBA, they're going to throw three games on there. Chiefs, Raiders, Giants, Eagles. And then the night game on Christmas night is Ravens, Niners. My lord. uh The Packers are scheduled to play the Vikings on New Year's Eve night, which is my anniversary. So that sucks.
3: Yeah, I, will, yeah, I, will, I...
1: I will not be doing a post game live show at 10 30 at night on fucking New Year's Eve, just so everyone's aware. But I'll, I think I'm gonna do one after the college football playoffs.
2: Yeah, that's on New Year's Day this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Much better.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so what I was saying was Giants one more time. Now you have to remember last year the Packers played the Giants in London, and they had saying. them beat until the second half when the Packers basically got Brian Dable more time. They got Daniel Jones an extension. They're the Giants, the Giants. Were something after that game, Dable? You know, coach of the year, kind of talk all that shit because the Packers blew a game in London. I think My birthday, Packers, on your birthday, I think the Packers are going to win this football game, and they they're going they're going to cover. The Packers are the real deal right now. A couple of things I didn't like about Matt Lafleur: I didn't like his in game calling. I didn't like that he was super emotional. I didn't think the players were buying in. I didn't like that. Um, he wasn't letting love like play. I think everything I didn't like he's doing, I have no issue right now with uh, Matt LaFleur and this Green Bay Packers team. And it's doing it with all young guys and somehow it's working. Somehow this thing that I think you can only do in baseball or, or basketball, take a bunch of young guys and get them growing at the same time. Somehow it's working and loves playing better, but so is the offensive line. So are the receivers. So it's all helping. Everybody's helping everybody. I like the Packers to win this game. The question is, when do they lose again? Cuz if you look at their schedule, you've got the Buccaneers who suck, the Panthers who suck. They don't. The Vikings on that Sunday night for now that I mentioned, and then the Bears. Even if you lose even if you lose two of those. You play five bad teams, you lose two of them, you're still 9 and 8, which could get you in. You lose just one, you're 10 and 7, which will get you in. You win all of them, suddenly you're
2: 11 and 5 uh, or 6, and God knows what could happen. I don't know, like people like pretty I mean smart people are catching on, but like some people like that don't know ball, uh are still like laughing when I'm like, dude, these teams don't want to see the Packers in the playoffs. Now you're not gonna have to go to Lambo or anything like that, but the NFC is shit. So yeah, but if we have to go to the Niners, that'll suck. If we have to go to the yeah, Eagles, but, yeah, but we, we
1: have no for so the first time ever, we'll go there and we'll have no pressure. That I think is gonna be good, well, and then look- we'll still be pissed if we lose. But it'll be nice to it'll be nice to be like the house
2: money team for once. Teams teams may try to duck Green Bay too. Who do you want to play? Bart? Do you want to play Jordan Love in the Packers? Do you want to play Desmond Ritter in Atlanta? Baker Mayfield in the Bucks. You know, like one of these teams is gonna Rams, get him. The Vikings. You know, you know what I mean? The Vikings. Yeah. They're all like Packers the way that they're playing right now. You know, maybe Jair wants to join his teammates at one point this season. I don't I don't quite It'd know. Nice. But- it would be nice. I don't know. They've been playing better without him, to be honest. He sucks this year. There's a hot take for you. He's not been good. I mean, I don't think that's even a hot take. Imagine the Packers' defense is, I mean, like, not good. Don't get me wrong. But they're playing much better, and that's without two first-round picks at corner and Stokes and Jair. How crazy is that? I saw one tweet talk about how Joe Barry's defense
1: is built to stop Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense, and that, like that's great. The problem is that's the only defense he ever runs. So if you just want to run it down their throat, he won't care. If, if yeah. you like that, it's the same defense every time. So we'll
2: see what happens. But I like the Packers. I like them to cover on this Monday night. The Packers return to the practice. And field. does the other
1: game even deserve a mention?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, um, I'm not gonna. I, I like a couple props in that game. Uh, I like Devin Han. I like him to go over two and a half receptions. Thirteen point favorites. The Dolphins are over the Titans. Three props. I played right. Uh, Devin Achan over two and a half receptions. I think he catches four balls in this game. So I love that. It's plus 140. So you're getting plus money on that too. Bet it right away. Uh Tua under two and a half rushing attempts. is not going to have to leave the pocket a whole lot in this game. That's not gonna happen. Spears for Tennessee. I like him over two and a half receptions. That's plus one ten. And I like Will Levis over four and a half rushing yards in the game. That's minus one twenty. I want nothing to do with the side or the total. I'm not gonna be paying attention to this game. I'm gonna be watching the Packers. And are I'm you gonna- at
1: all? Are you on board the Tyreek should get MVP train?
2: No, because he's a terrible human being.
1: Well, that aside, I would like to see either him win it or uh Dak. Yeah.
2: Dak or uh, I don't think you
1: can give it to Purdy. Like we're 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 going from all right, Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant to Purdy's a top 10 quarterback. We're not throwing him into the MVP discussion by already. Plus, you've got you've got Christian McCaffrey who scores at least one touchdown every game. You got Debo, you got Kittle, you got Iuk, Trent Williams.
2: You got too many weapons to be the MVP. Thank you, dude. That's what I'm saying. I would rather McCaffrey win it. Dude scores a touchdown every fucking week. I would rather yeah, I mean, Tyreek, I'm fine with if he has over 2,000 yards. I'd rather have him. have He'd be Offensive Player of the Year, though. I The only bet I would make right now would be Mahomes plus 650 just because if the Chiefs find a way to win out with MVS and Sky Moore and the corpse of Kelsey right now is his weapons, dude, I mean, we got to crown him because that if you take him off the Chiefs, they're not a good football team this year. No. Mahomes is awesome. You know, it was like Rodgers for years on those shit teams with like Ladarius Gunter and shit. Um, You know, it's like what Jordan loves doing right now with a bunch of kids. But I will, like, I love Jaden Reed. Wicks looks really good. Um, You know, I like Dobbs. Fucking sucks that Watson gets hurt every time he starts showing up. That blows. That's why, yeah, like, once again, going back, though, um, in the first round, I don't know. You know what? Never mind. I was going to say, I do want, I would spend some money on a wide receiver for Jordan Love. Get him like a T. Higgins. You know what I mean? Like, look what Tyreek's doing in Miami. You know, they went and got Tyreek, and now they're the number one seed right now in the AFC, and he's going to have 2,000 yards. You know what I mean? Like, I would love one time just to do a splashy thing like that. But in this year's draft, bro, fucking, you know, you got Jaden Reed already, who's going to be awesome, Watson and Dobbs. Imagine if you could get, cause everybody's talking about like sniffing the Jigba, like everybody, or I'm sorry, Jesus Lord, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Even on my show, like all the casuals are like, why is it Marvin Harrison going to win the Heisman? I'm like, are you idiots? Like, do you watch the games? He's not even the best. I mean, he's the best wide receiver. Yes. But he didn't even have the best season in college football. You know what I mean? Like, but what I'm saying is he's not the only good receiver, dude. Xavier Worthy from fucking Texas. I would take him in a heartbeat. Jonesy. All three of them hulk even i love all three of the kids from washington i bet the oh, shit I, they're that. winning they're winning it i think so too all. washington i don't know if they're winning at all i like michigan over bama i like washington over texas but that's really tough I, I think michigan, I think michigan get wins out of alabama so everyone fucking feels bad hashtag bet i think michigan wins it all
1: bet all right bet. uh Horvat. always a pleasure to talk to you friend bet
2: all right see you man
1: So that's my guy, Horvey again, two games tonight. Two games tonight. Interesting uh, weekend with the Packers. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I still feel like I missed something. So the Packers injury report tonight is not great. Stokes, Savage, Aaron Jones, all questionable. Quay Walker, doubtful. Christian Watson, Jair Alexander are both out. And Jair's kind of been making noise because he's saying that they're going to win out. And he's a leader of that locker room. There's a lot of these young cornerbacks that are taking over in his place while he's injured. He's only played in five games, hasn't played in a month. He is out tonight against the Giants. And then he does these interviews. I don't know. You didn't like the glasses he was wearing. He had a title belt. Maybe you didn't like that. But there was just a lot of like conversation about uh, Jair Alexander and if he wants to play or not. And I'm going to uh, play this clip uh, from my friends at ESPN Milwaukee. This is part of the Homer Hour, and every Friday he has Gary Ellerson on. And Gary made some waves, uh, made some big-time waves, made some good interaction on this, made some big-time waves about whether Jair Alexander wants to be here or not. Here's Steve the Homer True, Gary Ellerson, two-minute clip from ESPN Milwaukee.
3: This week, I don't believe Jair will ever play it again for the Green Bay Packers. Do you want to talk Jair? Yeah. I'm going to take a break and then talk Jair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got Jair coming up next. Oh, that's right. So we can't talk. Oh, we got we to gotta do it before Fat Jack. Third quarter, you want to go now? Uh, a tease. give me a little something because I think, I think he's done. I think they're going to trade him. Know. I don't think he wants to be around. I don't think he believes in the staff. The think... Wants to be around. Yeah. Feels. That's what it feels like to me. Right, and they don't need him to stay around. Move on. Yes. I'm good with that. I want the guys that want to be here, to want to play here. Because mm-hmm. what you're getting is you're getting the Rogers effect, you're getting the back TR effect, and now Jair is falling suit. Yeah. So they need to figure out how to move him if he doesn't want to be here. Give me Valentine and Valentine. If one of them guys want to grab, let them grab. You're winning ball games. Let's figure out what Eric Stokes is. He's spent the first-round draft pick on this yeah, young man. Let's figure out what he is. He's gone, too. I don't think he's gone. Oh, okay. You'll you need him if, you, if you're going to move on from Jair. You got to give this guy another year to see if he can work. Right. But there, there's that group Where the older group, and they're just all gone. That's older group. Well, I mean, you mentioned Rogers, yeah. but and you you want to get that's all they, bad, get get rid of all the bad stuff. And I don't know, I'm because I'm these guys don't know. I'm not sure know. that it's bad. It's just this is a different group, right? Well, and they're not no, part of that. No, group. it is bad. Is it? When you're when you're acting out in a certain way is bad. And That's what he was doing today. He's acting crazy. It, it's bad. I, I didn't see it today. I heard it. You can look at it. it. Do we you have can, sound? No, when there's sound and video, yeah. Okay. All
1: right. None of that was just on air producing. So Homer and Gary chopping it up in those wonderful studios down in the uh, Third Street Market Hall. Um, and uh, then then Gary Ellerson was tweeted at by David Bakhtiari on Saturday. So obviously this gets to these guys at Gary Ellerson. And and remember Bakhtiari used to come on Gary's show on the Wendy's big show on SSP all the time. I'm curious. What do you mean by the Bakhtiari effect? I think like saying you're not going to play on turf and then have your brother saying, fuck around and find out is kind of like where we're heading there. Um, I, I, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think that Bakhtiari is just like, doesn't want to play. Must play on grass, but I don't know if he doesn't want to play. And I haven't read that from Jair. I, I Jair's hurt. It's like, what the fuck? You're still hurt. But I don't think he's like wanting to be hurt. Gary's response was, it's a figure of speech. It's about players having their own voice, not being controlled, having freedom to move on to other teams if they choose. That's what older players fought for player advocacy. So I think, um... I think he thinks Bakhtiari wants to go play with Rodgers again. And that freedom was paved by some of the older players. Again, I feel like I'm missing, like, I feel like I'm reading a story and I missed the first chapter. And then, like, pages are missing in chapters two and three. And then, like, one page of the fourth chapter is gone. Chapters five, six, seven are all there. Chapter nine's missing, like the letter E, and I got to figure out what the words are. I just can't, I can't tell what is happening. All, all, all Packer fans are doing this weekend are, is arguing about Jair or standing up for Jair. The guy's hurt. He didn't play in a month. What do you want him to do? I, I don't know. He's he's still very confident in his team. I. It sucks that he's not playing. It's like Jesus. Or when are you going to play? Uh, more Gary, but it's like when are you going to play? But but also. I don't think he's not trying to play. Again, I don't even know if what I'm talking about makes any sense. According to what I feel like I'm missing something. I absolutely feel like I am missing something. Unless I covered it all, then I really don't understand why this is anything. So no Jair tonight. But Gary and Bakhtiari chopping it up. And uh, I'll reiterate what what I've said about Bakhtiari. They used to have him on Tuesdays. You always knew after a game if Bakhtiari was not going to be there or not. At least that's what I felt like. So that's my Bakhtiari effect. If you had a bad game or got hurt or didn't finish, ah, oh, you can't do this week, guys. I, 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 that's, that's, that's what it felt like to me. Uh, lowly producer at the fan at the time. All right. Uh, we got a lot more to talk about here on the show today. The Bart Winkler show. I do want to first give a congratulations. We have a winner on the splash sports survivor pool. We started this week one. It has been going on all season. I bowed out in week 12. I was one of the final six BSN app in B then bowed out and the Lanny LP bowed out both last week with Jacksonville, Jordan Tresky. Had the Texans this week against the Jets? He gone Randall Cobb with a touchdown, fucked him over. lapier L A P E E R, took the Baltimore Ravens got the punt return touchdown. He or she or they, I don't know. I mean, if if, if you're listening, lapier I'd like to know who won this. But in the splash sports. Account will be a deposit of $1,728. So thank you to everybody that played. Uh, Congrats to Lapierre because we did a winner take all, and that's $1,700 for Lapierre. That is very, very cool Uh, for that person, for the 95 other people that didn't win. uh, Screw you. Now, there is another Splash Sports contest that I am really trying to push. And it's a college bowl pick them. And I wanted to set it at either 10 bucks or 20 bucks. And I figured since the survivor one was fine at 20 bucks, we do this one at 20 bucks. Now I feel like maybe I, maybe that's too much. Uh, Cause like <laughs> nobody signed up yet. Bowls start this week. So you got to get in by this week. Okay. I got 12 people in as of the recording, 12 people. Splashsports.com backslash Winkler will get you there. It's also uh, the last thing on my Twitter. But Splashsports.com backslash Winkler, I've got a bowl pick'em contest that I'm running. Every game, just pick the winner counts for one point. Semifinals two, and then the national championship is four. So a way for some moving and shaking. Top three get paid twenty dollar entry. I uh, would hope that there's more than 12 people in it. And you got to get that done by Saturday because that's when the bowl games start. There's a whole bunch of shitty bowl games on Saturday. So get in there um, if you can. Shall we talk about the Bucks? Oh, God. All right. So they lost in the in-season tournament. And I was on CBS that night. Wasn't able to do anything show wise and whatever, it was a bummer. Um, I was, if they won, going it was gonna do a show later, but then I almost should have just done a show once the Chris Haynes report came out. Chris Haynes of Bleacher Report, who is very in tune with the Bucks. I mean, Giannis gives him information, Dame gives him information. So if Chris Haynes is reporting something. Uh, we have to believe it is fact, especially when it's with the Bucks. After the Bucs were eliminated from the NBA in-season tournament, Bobby Portis passionately challenged head coach Adrian Griffin and teammates to be better. As one of the leaders of the team, Portis continued voicing his concerns. Uh, Portis scored four points on five shots. He said it was essential for Griffin to structure the offense down the stretch of games. Griffin welcomed the criticism and acknowledged she could do a better job being more aggressive. The nine-year veteran Portis says it's a two-way street. Direction is needed and the players need to execute. There was a play that was being shared on Twitter where they just kind of ran up the court with Middleton and nobody knew what the hell was going on. Uh, Lillard admitted after the game he didn't know what they were doing on that possession, and from there, the the game kind of got away from the bucks. So again, it's a heavy reaction to an in- in-season tournament game to a regular season game. Um and I feel like how many games have the bucks lost right now? Are they 15 and 7? Um every loss has been just trying and taxing. Because every loss is getting dissected and scrutinized and criticized and every loss it's like Adrian Griffin's job is on the line, and I'll still concede that maybe hiring him was not the best choice, and I would concede that maybe he's still figuring out how he wants to do uh, this job and how he is going to work with these players. I, I still would very much push back against any firing discussion. Um, Can he get fired in his first year? He absolutely can, but it was way too early still for that. And I I can I tend to look at this as healthy. I mean, yeah, the Bucs are like, just the other night, Dame said, we're figuring things out and it's going to be scary. And now everybody's freaking out because Bobby Portis stepped up and said something. First of all, we're getting information that we never used to get. I mean, if this was like the 90s, those guys were gambling and smoking cigars with Jordan. Nobody said anything, but now it's source-offs all the time and so we're getting this information and of course Bucks fans are going to run with it uh I sort of melted down myself on Thursday night I tweeted whatever Bucks Twitter is whatever Bucks fans are whatever whatever is consider me out I am rooting for the Bucks but I am rooting against you I don't want to be a part of this anymore you are all terrible my goodness I realize what's going on here. I can't believe it took me so long to realize it because the the discourse is getting worse. Um, and I do think a lot of Bucks fans are generally overreacting more than they need to be. But it's getting worse because people are engagement farming online. Ever since Twitter started to pay people with check marks for engagement, um, it's been getting worse. It's been getting worse. People are now throwing things out there for the engagement and I I I get suckered into it so I'm like I'm just done I'm done with that I'm done with it I'm done I'm done I'm, I'm I'm done this has been I would say if I could change one thing about how I have been as a radio person as a podcast person I've too often brought Twitter to the show I'm doing it right now uh I don't I shouldn't be doing that I shouldn't be Uh, Good morning, I'm on a radio show. Let me tell you about what happened when I was on Twitter. Because there's still so many people that don't have it. And I feel like it's a world that you dive into and then it takes you away. Like, it takes you away from the real world. I'm at a Christmas tree lighting in the village the other day. Fighting with Evan Flood about storming the court. Like, looking at my phone. Kids taking a picture with Santa. What am I doing? It's engagement farming. Is what it is, um, and not everybody's got the blue check mark, not everyone's getting paid from Twitter. But then it just seems like you know, everybody's just kind of everybody's brains are just kind of on drugs, on everybody's brain is eggs and a stu- that Everybody's like, oh, <sighs> so yeah, I'm done with that. All right, so then Eric Name today was able to talk with the Bucks, Bucks play the Bulls tonight. I will be live after the Packers game is done on the Dan Shaney YouTube so we can talk about Bucks, Bulls, and Packers Giants. Adrian Griffin, I won't comment on what was reported. Like I said, we're a passionate group. We hate to lose. We're a together group. I love coaching this group. We got nothing but winners and high character guys. And whatever internal dialogue happens in our locker room stays in our locker room. Uh, Apparently not, sir. But we had a great, great practice today. Probably one of the best ones we've had. I love the vibe in the gym. Great energy. And then we just get ready for Chicago. Portis, I don't want to speak too much on what's happening in our locker room. What happens is sacred. That's how it's always been. Don't know how it got reported, but I'm just a competitor. I love to compete. I think I'm a leader. I lead by voice and example. Uh, Just some things that I've grown over my career. And I know with my time here, a thousand plus days. So the guys know me. They know who I am. I wear my heart on my sleeve compete at a high level, whether shots are going in or not. I'm um, just being a leader who's ever opinions outside opinions outside of our team. That's their opinions. I'm here for all the right reasons. So that's uh, kind of a word salad sort of answer. But, um, I, again, this is a lot of, we're, and it's not just a Twitter thing. It, and I know the expectations are high and they got Dame and they're trying to do it with a new coach. And like, we will be in the playoffs and we might be down one nothing and we might be down two nothing and we might have our backs against a wall in an elimination game in a game 5 and i say that's when we act the way we're acting now is we're like fast forwarding it we're like already planning for the worst and the counter to that would be some of you saying well we're acting like this now so it doesn't happen then and i get that that's your reasoning and rationale but i i don't i don't think that's what's happening here i think you're just freaking out uh for no reason either to engagement farm or because you can't control your emotions and you're getting swept away and then like packers Pack, bucks twitter is the worst packers twitter is da, da, boo, you know everybody's on packers twitter But bucks twitter is like uh, let me show you here. This play between uh, Middleton and if you look at the video closely, uh, Giannis told Lillard, uh, he didn't even listen to him. He tuned them out." And in this play, if they would have just run the zone here, it's like, okay, we're all fucking coaches all of a sudden. God, I can't, I can't even keep up. It's like, fuck. Every, 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 everyone, everyone coaches. Everyone knows. Everyone's so genius. I'm just some big dumb dumb moron that just I just watch the ball and hope it goes in. Fuck. I suck. Um, The in-season tournament game was kind of cool, though. I wish we were a part of it. Lakers win 123-109. to LeBron was the MVP for the tournament. He had 24 points in that game, 11 boards. Anthony Davis had the best game, 41 points, 20 boards, 5 assists, 4 blocks. It's like a stat line that's only ever happened twice in Lakers history. But it still stays, this these stats don't count. So it's like it happened, but it didn't. And the way that I thought it would go was if the Pacers won, we'd celebrate the Pacers. Good for you, that's a great thing, good young team. But now that the Lakers won, it's kind of funny because it's just LeBron winning another fake tournament. But it was something, it's still weird, uh, but it was something, it did feel like something. I was into it, I did enjoy watching it. So it was something, kudos to that. Dan has a voicemail regarding the bucks on the Carl's Place voicemail line, 402-915-B-A-R-T, 402-915-B-A-R-T, carlofet.com, backslash Bart, here's Dan. Anyways, yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I, I'm glad the Bucs lost, actually. I'm glad they lost, uh, glad they lost uh, in the summertime food page I so think it's really gone down, down to earth.
4: I know that they were, you know, a lot of games these past months the past month, month or so where, you know, they fall short and the first three quarters come back and win, and, you know, everything's good. But in the end, I think they have a lot to work on. Um, but it's good that, you know, we have a selfless player, in be honest. Um, we don't really have any selfish players per se, I wouldn't say. Um, I think everybody wants to win that championship in June. Um, it's good that, you know, they took the in-season tournament, obviously, you know, uh, um, seriously, um, you know, obviously more than they would at uh, other regular season games. But I think from now on, I think they're going to take it very seriously. It's good that we have a selfless leader. And Giannis, unlike LeBron, is very selfish. Um, and, you know, I like, cares about his stats and his accolades. Um, where Giannis wants to win for his team, um, wants to win for his family, wants to win for, you know, everybody that is there for him to stand. The city that he's that he's uh, playing for, Milwaukee. LeBron will jump from one city to another, big cities, uh, just to get his ring so young will stay and everyone's here, which is awesome. Um, so it's good to have that, and I I, I really think that you know, in season minutes, like I said, is good for the NBA, but um, it can create very self selfish uh, players um, and their perception from their accolades and you know money and all that stuff. So um, hopefully the Bucks yeah, just. Take it seriously from here on out. Um, Starting on Monday versus the Bulls, and uh, I know we're, you're going to do a uh, a live stream of the Packers game. Then, but also open the Bucks win too. Obviously, want the Packers to dominate with the Giants, but open the Bucks also dominate the Bulls. And we just have a good uh, time on the on the live stream Sunday, so tomorrow. Um, but yeah, all right, take care, Bert.
1: Dan, thanks for the voicemail. I always appreciate those from you. Next time, please don't do it in a hallway. Uh, with the phone across, uh, on the other side of the hallway. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, uh, it was, it was good. Other than that, it was good.
3: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: Uh, I want to shout out um, Jimmy Haslam won a championship. Jimmy Haslam won as an owner the MLS Cup with the Columbus Crew beating LAFC. So Jimmy Haslam is ring hunting. And he's got two with the crew. Still can't get one with the Browns. Big win, though. Uh, and now he's going to get one with the Bucks if they don't uh, figure shit out. So Jimmy Haslam getting a mention. Jimmy Haslam, um, you know, if Jimmy's in Milwaukee, I don't know how much he gets to Milwaukee, but I would recommend he goes to Tupelo Honey right downtown there near the public market near Broadway and Clybourne. Um, Very good Southern food. I have gone there now on two dates, neither with my wife, one with Rami and one with Tim Shea. I do have to get there with my beautiful bride coming up on 10 years. And so it wouldn't be nice if I took her out to uh, lunch. I think she was a little sad that I took. Tim Shea on a date and, uh, not her, you know, we don't get out on date nights much with the young man and, and I'm going on uh, lunch dates with Tim Shea. So I can, I can, I can imagine ladies across the the country when you're hanging out with Tim Shea. Uh, you get a little, you get a little scared in your boots cause I'll tell you the, uh, the sexual aura of that man radiates, uh, no matter, no matter what your persuasion. So, Maybe she should have reason to worry. I was talking about something not that. See, Tupelo Honey, TupeloHoneyCafe.com. You make your reservation there, put in Bart Winkler, show that you're um, there for the promotion, and they'll give you 20% off. You can also tell your server that the deal that we were running in November was extended through December. Coming up on the 15th, from the 15th to the 24th, they're doing a 10 days of Christmas sort of promotion where uh, with that Bart Winkler, Discount, you will also get a either a free appetizer or dessert. So if you make any reservations from the 15th through the 24th, keep that in mind. Uh, you can still make a reservation before the 15th, still get the 20% off. And uh, they do have Christmas brunch on Christmas Eve. Closed on Christmas Day, but open on Christmas Eve. So check that out, honey.com I did get a nice tweet from Charlie over the weekend. Looks like he got like he got uh like the hot chicken on a bun Oof! i gotta get that with the pickles yeah that looks real good so thanks charlie for sending that to me over the weekend and uh i hope to get there with my beautiful bride soon perhaps with tim shea in the uh booth behind me passing love notes to him if need be I was on the air Saturday on CBS Sports Radio, and I got to break some news to a lot of people as it was broken to me from really Shohei Otani's Instagram and all the baseball reporters that were in on it. It was a messy weekend. Was he on the plane? and was he going to Toronto? No, it was that dude from Shark Tank? What actually is happening? I feel bad for Blue Jays fans all of this time that Shohei Otani was like being courted after and being speculated on the blue jays we didn't talk about them during the trade deadline we didn't talk about them as a free agent and then their support and their i guess courtship of him over the last two weeks really escalated to the point where it looked like that was where he was gonna go and so blue jays fans have just been like yeah show hey we're watching from afar you know that'd be cool but that i don't even know if they think that'd be cool i don't even know if that thought ever comes in their head like Brewers fans made jokes about it, but we never really thought we were in on Shohei Otani because we weren't because his contract, $700 million is like what Mark Antanasio's worth. So we were never in on Shohei Otani, but neither were the Blue Jays until they were. And then it feels like they got the rug pulled out from under them. And that, that sucks. It sucks. I feel really bad for Blue Jays fans. He is a Dodger, 10 years, $700 million. It's like double any big contract that they've ever given out. In baseball, there's been soccer contracts that have been very high and prestigious. None like this. This is massive. I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it. One, you're getting a great player. Eventually, he'll be able to go as a two-way guy and pitch again after this year, we would think. The top of the order. I mean, bets Otani, Freeman, my goodness. All homegrown from other places. But this is a business investment, man. This is a business investment. The Angels if you watch an angels broadcast or look at the angels ballpark, there was a lot of like uh, advertising from advertisers in Japan. Cause they know that their audience is watching these games. So it was like, they he's a business. He makes money, prints money. He's going to, he's going to make money. He's going to do for the Dodgers uh, the same, like what Taylor Swift does for economies. He is an economy. He really is. And yeah, he was in LA. So it's like, He's already in a big market, but being, you guys know, being a Dodger is a lot more like marketable than being an angel. It just is. It just is. And so this is going to be a huge thing for them. They're going to be able to jack up rates on everything, get all this money from Japan. Uh, It's going to be a destination. It's going to be like, this is a big, I think it's worth it. I think they will make this money back that they are paying him. And it's crazily deferred. I can't wait to see the deferments on this. It sounds like it's going to be deferred until like, like his grandchildren can accept it. It's going to be wild. Can't wait to see that. But I think it's absolutely uh, a good deal for the Dodgers because they're going to get that money back. I really believe based on advertising and then whatever championships they might be able to uh, get into. I I think they'll make their money back in some way. Uh, Do have a voicemail. This is from the other day, baseball related. From Brick in West Dallas. Again, Carl of et.com backslash Bart. Getting to be a little colder. I know some people got on the golf course this weekend because they stayed sharp because they have the golf simulator in their home.
2: Here's Brick. Hey, Bart. It is Brick
4: in West Dallas calling. I'm watching your mm-hmm, mm-hmm segment um, from Thursday right now. Um, and I was looking through another Milwaukee radio station and they were talking about this Churio deal. And they kept going back to, well, we'll see if it's a good deal. If depended on how he performs, and I have to disagree with that. I think you need to judge a decision in the moment that it was made. Uh, similar to like Yelich, the Yelich deal in that moment, it was the right call. David Bakhtiari deal was maybe maybe a good call. You could argue that he was getting older, but based on his performance, his body work, that was a good call. Uh, drafting Jordan Love, not a good not a good decision based on the scenario, and what was needed at that time. Now, Jordan Love seems to be working out. Gelich may be kind of sort of working out a little bit. He's not been awful, but not been living up to the contract. Jim Bacciari is not good. A good deal right now. But we can't, you know, hindsight's 2020 We can't look back at that. In the moment, was it the right decision? Giving Aaron Rodgers that extension. Not the right decision in that moment. Um, et cetera. So, I don't like... I don't like it when people are like, "Well, we have to wait and see to see if it was a good deal." But yeah, obviously, well, hopefully it pans out. But it's the same with draft picks. Was the draft pick a good pick based on what we knew? Yes or no. So that's, that's all I have to say on that. And then when it comes to uh, grocery stores, I got to defend Woodman's a little bit. Uh, went to the one in Jamesville when I was in college, and that was that was wild, a wild experience. So similar to what you guys are talking about. But the one in Walkershaw where i go every once in a while now it's really really nice i mean you're in you're out and it's cheaper than almost cheaper than going to aldi's but with a much you can get everything you need in one spot i'm a big Aldi guy um but yeah and i agree with grant that festival is a little bit pricey it's not syndics or whole foods but it's definitely you're living large if you're going to festival especially in college so you're the hot you must have been the high roller friend in college yeah, or in lacrosse so. so i want to say i look forward to listening to you on national radio tonight and uh hearing about the Bucks moving on to the championship game for the in-season tournament. Ah, see, this was from today. a few days
1: ago. I am on CBS tonight, but I uh, can edit that part out. Uh, Tim, post. Festival is not expensive. I, am I Am I wrong? I don't know. Festival is not expensive. And then they always have that little newspaper where you scan it and then you get all their deals. I don't think festival is that expensive. I really, really don't. I mean, it's Aldi is not, Walmart's not, Metro Market. You know, what fucking pisses me off about Metro Market. These digital coupons, Ugh. and there's never any Wi-Fi in these places, or like LTE or whatever data. So you gotta get on their Wi-Fi, and you gotta like. Next thing you know, I've accidentally signed up for a Boost membership. I don't want fucking delivery my food. Uh, digital coupon hey this is nine dollars digital coupon three bucks well you gotta do it that's the bullshit that's that's the bullshit right there that's the bullshit tonight live show with your engagement i would hope packers and giants again we've just beat a slew of good teams we've got Five mediocre teams coming up. Although a division leader in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we do have them coming up. You cannot beat Herbert Mahomes, go off at home, and then lose to Tommy DeVito. Also, that Chiefs game, he was off sides. He was offsides. Everyone, he was offsides. It's like you can't be off sides. Oh, there's a weird, there's a weird like, uh, defend the Chiefs. They were off sides. They were off sides, man. All right, bon appetit. Don't know why I said that. Talk to you Monday night. Go Paco.